0: Welcome to Episode 3 of Play Callers. Today we're going to be breaking down uh, Auburn's loss against Enterprise on today's special episode. And uh, let's get right into it.
1: You're listening to Play Callers. New episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Available to stream across all platforms. Also, be sure to check out the Tires Dem podcast. New episodes dropping every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Available to stream across all platforms. <laughs>
2: Yeah, like you said, heartbreaking loss for Auburn. Um, I know that me and Max were in the studio. We were screaming at the TV. We were crying. We had to do a post-game show after. Um, yeah, and it was it was just kind of sad. But like Reese said, we got a special episode, um, Labor Day weekend. You know, a lot of people made plans. We uh, couldn't get a coach on the show this week, but we're going to do the best with what we got. So, yeah, Max, you want to? Yeah, no, we, we had
1: to, we had to uh, improvise a little bit, you know, call in an audible, but no, yeah, we're going to talk about um, just a tough loss, you know, and you'll hear it in the interview about co- uh, Coach Etheridge, it wasn't even, uh, from what Reese told me, it wasn't even a, like, it wasn't really any tone of anger in his voice, it was more just like kind of disappointment, and you know, it's. A tough <laughs> loss, but you know Auburn football. We will move on, and we got a tough one this week against Dothan, and so we got to put our best foot forward, especially with Dothan coming off a blowout over Percy Julian. So, yeah. but yeah, you no know, Taylor. But how well did we do on offense? Because we're gonna break down the offense and defense. What, what was our offense looking like against the Wildcats?
2: Um, I kind of wish you started with defense, to be honest, Max. Mm-hmm. Our offense did not did not look the best. Um, There's plenty of positives though. Um, Jackson Kilgore did have a decent completion percentage um but he did have three interceptions um so yeah, yeah. like with Jackson not his best game he's a young quarterback his second start his second varsity start actually but i mean he's got to move on he had positives he had a good completion percentage he'll he'll get back on track um i was talking to Max in the studio Omar Mabzin. Uh, we were talking about him with McKinnell and coach Smith and they were both just talking about how insane he was. Um, he had 15 carries for 83 yards. He averaged uh, five and a half yards per carry. So he had himself a game. Um, yeah. He led this offense. He led the, he led this offense for it to be close. Um, yeah. But he did. I think it was either him or Tyler did have a fumble that ended up with Enterprise getting the ball at the eight-yard line. So, yeah. I mean, both as- aspects, quarterback and running back, some positives and negatives. Yeah. Um, Cody Palmer had a good game. He had 54 yards, three catches. He uh, was a deep threat. Ian Nation had four catches for 54 yards. So, two good receivers. I mean, we talked about them, um, I think, on last week's podcast, how they're like the two top receivers right now for Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I was saying, Omar Mabson with that huge fumble, that just, that really just set a dagger in our heart. Um, yeah. And then, um, that's about it for the offense. Um, like I said, not a lot of positives. But um, there's always positives to a football game. You could lose – like UMass lost to Auburn University. Uh, I don't even remember what the score was, by like 40-plus points. And they still had positives. Their cornerbacks played good. They stopped an SEC pass game like pretty well. So, yeah, just just a lot of um, unforced errors, like three interceptions, mm-hmm. the fumble, led to Enterprise getting good. Um field position and that yeah. just led to enterprise scoring yeah yeah enterprise's quarterback did not play the best though um they're run they had a running back go 20 carries for 146 yards um so he kind of he kind of yeah carried <laughs> yeah he, right.
1: insane insane insane
2: right, what the defense do this week though
1: so, yeah, so uh, I'm sorry to hear that about the offense. And yeah, I remember watching the game, and I believe so. You're highlighting Omar. Omar also had her only touchdown as well. So, yeah. like, in the literal sense, he was carrying. And then Ian Nation, four catch for 54 yards, but he's one of our top receivers. So, like, he can, you know, <coughs> he in the future, he'll usually actually give you more than that. But moving on to the defensive side, it actually, yeah, like you said, it was mainly our offense that dragged us down in that game. But our defense did okay. The start, the first half, they didn't do so well, allowing you know quick scores. But both of the scores, you got to think, and one of them wasn't even the defense's fault. One of them was a scoop and score, like <clears> you <they> said, <throat> and so. But the other one was an interception, which they ended up scoring on. But they only had like forty yards to get there, so because they had good field position. So I mean, the defense didn't play terrible, and in the second half. When it came down to it, they gave us a chance to win, and we actually were winning for a while until, you know, obviously the game-winning field goal by the Wildcats. So, and that was, once again, off of another interception. But, I mean, just a player to highlight here, Wyatt Trexler, I believe he won a player of the week by AO.com and off of 12 tackles, so well-deserved, nine solo, three assisted. I mean, yeah, just a heck of a heck of a player at linebacker and he had a great game, and he'll he'll look to continue that next week against Dothan. Some other players I wanted to highlight was, I'm pretty sure, yeah, Caleb Pitts got a sack on the game, which is very tough to do because Wayne Axton, I don't think he's been sacked this year. Uh, Or, excuse me, Warren Axton. because we were talking
2: about him on uh, Countdown. I I made Mm -hmm. the reference to Lamar Jackson. He is – I mean, we saw it. They run the read option a lot. He is a speedster. He is kind of like a Lamar Jackson rebirth. But mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he, really hard to stop. So yeah, yeah, no, he, a,
1: you know, baller, a Warren accident. But you look at enterprise or you look at enterprises like QB stats. I mean, I feel like these are kind of off. We're basing this off Max Preps. So what Max Preps has is two for five for negative three yards on forty percent completion. Um, I don't, I don't think that's correct. Um, but I'm pretty sure he didn't have a great game. You know, that's what, if if I remember correctly, he did not have a great game. And it was mainly because of the defense. You know, the defense was causing havoc. You had multiple guys get five-plus tackles. And yeah. so, moving forward, I would say just for keys for the defense, you know, I would say that we need to try and, you know, help our offense out as much as we can, which, you know, they basically did the most they could last game, but, you know, it just wasn't enough in the end. And, you I think on our defensive side, though, and this is something I saw with Auburn University a lot last year, is we need to do a better job of forcing turnovers, especially in a close game like this. Now, against Hoover, we did force like two or three turnovers, if I remember correctly. We had the J. Mills interception, the uh, Deuce White interception, and I think we actually recovered a fumble. So, I mean, we did great that game, but this game I don't think we actually got a turnover,
2: like on our side of the ball. I don't uh, going think going back to that, um, like enterprise would just move the chains over and over and over again, and our defense—you could tell they were just so tired and they were so sluggish near yeah. the end, which led to that game-winning field goal, like like you said. Yeah,
1: I mean, and that's that's a little bit I'd say, but that's a little bit due to the offense because the offense, especially in a you know game that we we were expecting to be super high-flying, high-scoring as we predicted in AHS Countdown, didn't turn out to be that way. But then again, these are two really good offenses that will wear you wear you down. And you talked about Keon Dunlap, twenty carries for one hundred forty six yards and a touchdown. Seven point three—that was his average rushing yard. That's and he had that fifty four
2: very- yarder too, that just like killed exactly. The team.
1: Yeah. So, but also, I mean, when the offense is only out there for like you know three four minutes drive, not even that, like two minutes or drive and the defense just having to go back out there, like, you know, over and over again without any rest. And you got a great running back like Dunlap who runs hard. I mean, it's just tough. It wears down on you, and it's also deflating uh, morally. But, you know, I would say there's a lot of things to learn from this game, especially on the defensive side, but a lot of things done well as well. And so I'm excited to see what they do against Dothan.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, MVP of the game has to go to town, though. So. It yeah. feels like almost I mean, every single thing we do with the football team, Towns is front and center. He's the main man. He's the goat. He's so good. Like, it, it just feels like everything we do, we talk about him how about how good he is.
1: Yeah, I mean, there wasn't much more that that he could do. You know, he did the best he could. He went three for three on field goals and hit what we all thought in the studio was going to be the game winning one uh, in the middle of the fourth quarter to put us up sixteen to fourteen. Turns out that wasn't the case, but. Yeah, I mean, from a kicking standpoint, you know, Towns and Tyler. I'm looking up. He had an average of 39.4 yards per punt, which I know he has that high arcing punt. That's pretty lengthy for a high arcing punt, if I do say so myself. And so I feel like, you know, for special teams, we were solid. You know, for shout special out Coach teams, Smith, we shout out Coach Smith. Yeah, shout out Coach Smith. He puts out a great group out there, and like you said, one of the best in the country. And I agree with him. So. Our special teams. I don't feel like this year's ever going to be our problem. Uh, just gotta limit the turnovers and also force some turnovers on defense. But if we do all that, we'll be all right, and you know we'll be able to exploit uh Dothan's high flying offense
2: for sure.
0: I feel like I feel like the the rain might have had something to do with it.
2: Yeah, the rain. I mean, yeah, me and Max drove. We dropped off to our friend at the stadium so he could go in the unit. Um, like you could just tell that the rain kind of kind of limited the city of auburn to come out you could feel but then yeah. it felt like the energy was just not there the whole game because everyone was like is it gonna rain is it not gonna rain what's gonna happen like what's this weather gonna do so i mean yeah you expected a big a bigger unit yeah you expected a much larger crowd than it was but i feel yeah. like it's not I, I mean it's it's an excuse but it's not a valid excuse to not play your very best you know
0: yeah yeah, well, when, I was on, when I was on the sideline, there was a lot of, like, a lot of guys, like, would slip out of bounds. Like, there was even one player when Enterprise was down there, and they, um, they almost got a touchdown, but there was the block in the back on the interception. Um, they There was a few guys, like, Omar went out of bounds and got injured, Uh, but he was fine after that. And then also one of our linemen had to uh, get taped up because he uh, slipped out of bounds as well. So there was, like... It was a lot of water on the sidelines there and, from the rain earlier in the day. And I know it's kind of an excuse to say that uh, maybe, like, the rain could have, like, um, if it didn't rain, maybe we would have had a lot more points scored. But, um, yeah. The yeah, rain...
1: I, can un- I can understand that to an extent. Here's also something I thought about the other day is a lot of people are talking about, you know, Jackson Kilgore didn't have his greatest game. You know, but he'll surely he'll surely get better. I think this will be probably his you know least impressive performance all season that we'll see. But I think the reason for this performance is I a lot of people are saying you know Hoover season opener on the road that was like a big you know it was a big mental stressor on him. I feel like this one actually probably made a lot of our players more nervous than the Hoover game because you got to think home opener. You know, you get this brand-new big scoreboard. You get DeMarcus Ware's coming to town. The mayor's there. There's so much pressure on you to have a great game. And, oh, wait, you're going up against uh, a top-five enterprise team who's actually really good, probably the best they've been in over two days. Like, you know, like I feel like, A, they could have been overlooking enterprise a little bit because, let's be honest, a lot of our fans that I talked to throughout the school – we're overlooking enterprise saying we were going to beat them by 28, beat the brakes off. But as a player, you're also like, oh yeah, we got a home opener, you know, which I don't think because Coach Etheridge. Whenever I talk to him, he he says they don't take it li- they don't take any opponent lightly. They always want to outwork the other opponent, which I understand. But in the player's head, also it can be kind of nerve wracking when you have all this stuff going on in one night. You got the rain involved, and yeah, I think all those factors just could have played
0: into it. I think it's yeah. better that I think it's better that we lost early in the season and not later in the season mm. would have dwelled on us going into going into the playoffs than we could have you know lost first round or second round but you know like this time uh, early in the season you can go to the next game or you can go to practice this week and just think about the loss and then also um, get ready for the next game and then just move on from what happened this week and then. Um just continue to win hopefully for the rest of the season and make it to the playoffs. I mean well, yeah, yeah,
2: I looking I, like I, to our next opponent, Dothan, I mean you gotta you gotta move forward. You gotta move past the loss. You gotta win. You gotta win out. You gotta win out. At this point, yeah. <laughs> blue car mentality, you work every single game. You don't take an opponent lightly. But I mean, looking at all those negatives, the outcome of the game, we did have some positives though, and I'm gonna get let my boy Reese tell you about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, um during the game, uh yeah, we were um, you know, basically it was so it was fourth quarter, 2 minutes uh, I think it was about 2 minutes to go and um we had the ball on the sideline. Or well we had it's the ball- positive trees.
2: Positive yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, positive. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, like like what happened? What happened at the game? <laughs> Got us tracked. Got
0: us track there. Got us tracked there. <laughs> uh, positives. Um, yeah. So Demarcus Ware was in town. Uh, that I would say that might have gotten gotten the team going at the start of the game. You know, a lot of the fans were there to show their support for Demarcus coming back to Auburn and uh, getting his award. And then, you know, we were able to you know, come back in that second quarter after we, in the first quarter, we uh, didn't get any points and Enterprise was up 14-0. We were able to come back in the second quarter and at halftime we made it a four-point game and we're able to, uh, you know, in the third quarter get a little closer and then the fourth quarter take the lead, but sadly, you know, at the end of the game, yeah. Uh, but then, um, yeah, so most of the game we did have trouble, but I would say the second and third quarters probably, probably... We're, um, we don't need any work. Like, I would say the second and third quarter definitely um, is set right now. Maybe there's might be a few games that we don't do good in those quarters. But, yeah, definitely second and third quarter we did pretty good in.
1: Yeah. I mean, I want to just – yeah, like Taylor was starting the topic about, you know, with their upcoming schedule. I mean, it doesn't get much easier after that Enterprise game. And because we got at Dothan this fr- upcoming Friday – and then we got uh Jag and Percy Julian, which those are, you know, I don't think
0: say, we should we, sh- we should win those games.
1: We should say that
0: we should win. Those know. Colorado wasn't but <laughs> Colorado wasn't favored.
1: Here here's what I'm saying. But besides I'd say Jag, Percy Julian, Smith Station, I mean you got a stretch of four games after Percy Julian at Ramsey, at Opalika, at home against Central, at home against Prattville, which is not gonna be an easy slate. Uh, for four straight weeks. Or actually, we have a bye week in between Oak and Central. But you get what I'm saying. And also, I think talking about how, how is this team going to take this, I think we'll actually we'll see that in uh, this upcoming episode with Blue Collar Mentality, which is going to be releasing um, actually today. Uh, it's Go watch it right now because on Wednesday, every Wednesday we drop a new uh, Blue Collar Mentality episode. So we'll see how we took the loss, and then
0: we'll see the result on the field when they play at Dothan this Friday. Yeah, I think that'd be a good game. I don't know about high scoring because you know, like, we might—I don't know if Jackson Kilgore might play. Especially, He's got, he should play. So, but um, yeah.
1: So I, I think, I think we just never know with the scoring. You know, yeah. Auburn, Auburn. We, we thought the Auburn Enterprise game would be
0: um, really yeah, I was high scoring, but it didn't. So I was expecting to be like fifty something to thirty, but yeah. it ended up being like seventeen sixteen. So. Yeah, well,
1: but, I, I heard uh, Reese that you were able to get on the sideline during
0: this game, and we're actually able to interview a couple interesting people. Uh, yeah, we who- the- uh Demarcus Ware. Um, you know, he was he was in town, had a lot of his family on the sideline. Uh, I was able to interview him after the first quarter, which was a great opportunity uh, for an interview. And he um, really nice guy, really good guy to talk to. Um, He's just like a. He's a definitely a mentor. He he said he talked to the team before the game and was just prepping them for the game and telling them like you know he's like you guys, you guys have done so well the past few years and like you know coming into this game and stuff you can't get too overconfident you just gotta like settle into the moment and just be uh be you during during the game and uh, find yourself during this game and then also I got to interview the mayor too. He was saying what a mm-hmm. what honor it was to. Um, and they're a guy like DeMarcus uh, at the high school stadium and stuff like that. And also DeMarcus Wear day is officially uh September 1st now on a Friday or like it's on September 1st. So yeah, it's like he said it was a great thing to get him um, have DeMarcus Wear day. And then I also got to interview coach Etheridge after the game coach Etheridge. Like you said earlier, Max, like, like I told you, he wasn't like, he wasn't mad, which was kind of, you know, like kind of surprising to me because I thought he would be mad. But, you know, he's kind of was kind of blaming himself for the loss, um, especially um, he just said like that, la- those last few plays when we threw the interception, he said that he just um, he drove the wrong play and it just wasn't um, like what he wanted. He said he should have run the-, run the ball there, even uh, how close he was to the goal, like to their goal. And, um, you know. It was a great opportunity to interview uh, those guys and stuff like that. And, you know, just uh, hopefully get to interview bigger people next game too, you know? Yeah. DeMarcus, how does it feel to be uh, inducted into the uh, high school uh, Hall of Fame in Auburn tonight? And how does it feel to be back in Auburn tonight? It actually feels great um, to be back
3: home. And, you know, this right here felt like family. I mean, the Football Hall of Fame is amazing. But coming back home, seeing so many familiar faces, it felt great. And uh, as I always say, sweet home Alabama.
0: um, What's one inspiring thing you could say to younger kids that look up to pro football players and pro athletes? Um,
3: As I was talking to the team earlier, it's not about your circumstances. It's about your attitude and your effort. If that always coincides and um, if you always try to control that, because that's free. That's what I told them. You can't control the environment, you can't control some of the things that happen around you, but you can control your, your attitude and your effort, and that'll get you along. Uh, thank you for the interview, and I uh, hope you have a great right, night. Thank you so much. Take
0: care. Uh, Mr. Mayor, how does it feel to uh, introduce a special player like uh, Demarcus Ware into the uh, like Auburn uh, High School Hall of Fame and also have a Demarcus Ware Day um, today? Um, as he's a
3: special player this year. Well, it was a tremendous honor to recognize somebody who's brought great glory to our community, who was once a child that grew up in all of our schools, played football right here on this field, and is is proud to be from Auburn. And so um, it was was very exciting to be a part of recognizing a Hall of Famer, which what a select group of people that is in the United States. Well, uh, thanks for uh, the interview, and I hope you have a great rest of your night. Well, we just turned the ball over four times. You can't turn over, turn the ball over four times. You know, I mean, and three of them were for for points. Yeah. You know, we give up two scores in the first quarter off turnovers. Defense played great all night. You know, we stuffed them all night, and then you know, right there at the end. We run the little wheel route with the back, and he's wide open. Nobody's on him, and we – you know, I don't know if he got hit when he threw it or it just came out wrong, you know, but it just flooded on him. Linebacker made – got the pick, and then, you know, uh, just sort of – you know, they they sort of drove down in there and got it in there for a chip shot, and the kid hit it. You know, uh, we just got to make sure that we, we we just had to finish there. You know, I thought we came out in the second half, played a lot better, start the half, and and then you know we sort of. Fizzled a little bit on offense and defense sort of kept us in the game. Hey, Coach, your second career start for, for your quarterback. as a tough one. How much do you think he can learn from from something like this? He's got, this got to. I mean, he's got to learn from it. He's got to get better from it. You know, we're we, 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 we depend on him to, to play well, and we depend on him to make plays. And, you know, he's a young guy. And, you know, we knew coming into this season that there was going to be times where, you know, it was going to be tough on him, you know. Um, so he's got to, he's just got to put this in mind. Him and, and get better, and and uh, just you know play, make it make his reads, and just you know don't try to force anything, and just you know uh, play fundamental football. What was the message to the team after after a heartbreaker like this Just that's on me. You know, I, I mean, this loss is on me. You know, y'all y'all come to work on Sunday, work to get better, and you know let's let's go win this game uh, next Friday.
2: Appreciate
3: it, Coach. Thank yes, you. Sir. Thank, Thank you were- And those
1: were some powerful words we just heard from DeMarcus Ware, Ron Anders, and Coach Etheridge. And we hope you all enjoyed this special episode. And we won't probably do many more types of these episodes, but actually, like, message us on Schoology or e- by email if you want to have more episodes like this, all y'all listening out there. But that's going to do it for today's episode. And be sure to listen to us next week and also listen to the Tigers' Den. And y'all have a great day.
2: Thanks for listening to this week's edition of Play Callers. Be sure to check out our episodes drop in every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central. Also, be sure to check out our other podcast, The Tiger's End, where we dive into the world of sports. Be sure to check out those episodes coming out every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central. Thanks for listening.